When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hey, new month, new rewards, listener rewards. You can enter to win cash to pay off those holiday shopping bills. We've got gift cards. We've got My Talk gear, all sorts of stuff. Just go and look at everything up for grabs and listener rewards. It's on our app or at MyTalk1071.com. Okay. Hi. Hi. Mm-hmm. All right. I checked out a show that I've heard people talking about, and I thought, okay, I have a little bit of FOMO, so I will check it out as well. It is called Yellow Jackets, and it is on Showtime. Ever heard of it, Rocco? I steal my dad's password. Don't tell anybody. Did you watch it? No, I'd like to. Go to tell me more about it. Okay. Is so- it done? Is it in the middle? Yeah, it's done. The first season is. first season is out. I think the whole season's out. I'm pretty sure. I think so. I think so, yeah. Okay, so it is a story about this New Jersey high school state champion soccer team who are flying to a competition and their plane ends up crashing in in like a remote northern wilderness kind of situation. And it is part coming-of-age drama. It is part mm, supernatural something-something. It's a thriller. It's a survival story. I'm catching some Lord of the Flies vibes. (laughs) Oh, is that right? Yeah. Someone's going to eat somebody or something? Something's going to happen. Other people have compared it to Lost. Ooh, Daddy Likey. Sorry or The for Leftovers, which I'm not familiar with, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Pat-Pap. Uncle Pat-Pap Likey. The, here's my beef. The, the cast is great. The acting is really good. Um, you've got Melanie Linsky, who you might know if you, see, if you saw her. You've got Juliette Lewis. You've got Christina Ricci, who I didn't even recognize until after... The first episode, and I was like, where's Christina Ricci? And then I realized who she was, and I was like, oh, that's good. It's good. But here's the problem mm. for Deval. Okay. It is very gruesome. Mm. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of blood. There's a lot of gore. It's very unnerving. I'm, I've watched... 30% of it with my eyes closed or my hand over my eyes. This is like the same reason you turned away from Squid Game. Correct. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny that I can watch stories about, you know, serial killers and things like that, but I can't physically see 
gore. The yeah, I understand yeah. that. I think that's that's reasonable. It's just it's it's really disturbing. I mean, you find mass murderers sexy. We've that learned. is not well, true, Rocco. I've heard that. Stop yeah. it! Why are you like that? <laughs> because because <laughs> you once referenced Bin Laden's eyes. I mean, listen, I'm <laughs> Linda. <laughs> If you were just, if you were only looking at the eyes. If you were only looking at a picture of a person, you'd go, wow, those are some really striking eyes. You wouldn't be like, and behind them is a killer. You would just be like, okay, that's, that's, it is what it is. You're probably right. Sue me for saying it out loud and being brave and vulnerable. (laughs) So you watch two, are you going to stick with it? I don't know. I'll watch two more. Did people think Ted Bundy was attractive too? Is oh, that for a thing? sure. That was oh, kind of his absolutely. whole thing. Yeah, right. The... Because he was charming and Jeffrey Dahmer, not as much. <laughs> <clears throat> he got a lot of dates, though. He must have been doing something, right? right? Ed yeah, Gein, who's that? Is that the guy from Minnesota? No, he's from Wisconsin, just oh, like Dahmer, the clown guy. Oh, no, what do you no, mean, the clown guy? guy? Isn't he a clown guy? The clown guy is one oh, from no. Chicago. Oh, who was making like <laughs> lamps? From people's skin? <gasps> uh, no, you're mixing them all up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Rocco said our... Casey is the clown guy. Oh, got it. He dressed up as a clown? Is Ed Gein. Um, he painted clowns, I think. Maybe he dressed up as a clown. Yeah, they're all know. gross. See, I don't know anything about serial killers. And Ed Gein? He was the Wisconsin guy that did things with body. You know, I don't know. Let's I not talk know. about yeah, it. Yeah, what Everything entertainment. It's the most We're talking is fun. <laughs> Today is Blue Monday. Anyway, Yellow Jacket Showtime, uh, you might like it. I'll squeeze this in in a minute, and then Rocco's got a show that he watched. I watched two episodes of Selling Sunset for the first time ever in my life. I've never seen it. It looks like it would be good. It's on Netflix. It's flashy. If you like you know, real estate and looking at big, beautiful homes, they've got plenty of that. They also have plenty of Hollywood drama. You know, typical formulaic sort of reality show drama. Um, and, and, and I guess season one, episode one, is Chriselle comes into the, the mm-hmm. scene. And Chriselle, a former actress, real estate developer, real estate agent of some level of experience, and also just married to Justin Hartley mm-hmm. from This Is Us. And I know how that ends up ending in the most recent season, of course. But um, interesting. I tell you what, man, you see some of the money that these Hollywood Hills homes have had put into them. I mean, it's. It is really eye candy. It is really eye candy. But then you got all, you know, the caddy sort of drama that you're like, oh, I wish this show was on HGTV and there wasn't the dramatic side of Where it. Where was Million Dollar Listing? Where did that air? Because that, that's one that I used to watch. But those guys are so gross. Oh. Uh, just in there, like, I'm a rich boy. And, you know, ugh, I just, I can't deal with that. You're more into killers. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Just do what you gotta do. Anyway, Rock- all right, Rocco. Um, so, like last week on my Twitter feed, kind of blew up. It, Lori Bargini included of everybody watching Station Eleven mm. on HBO Max, and it's sort of a uh, episode one is basically about how a flu comes and kills everybody. It's kind of like COVID, except for instead of you know 
you know, only a couple million people dying. Basically, everybody dies. Whoa. Um, and it's 10 episodes. Supposedly, it goes... I mean, everybody on my Twitter feed was like, this is great. It ends well. It's it's beautiful. And it's just a one... It's beautiful. It's just a one... It's called a mini series. I guess. It's just... A limited series yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's just going to be 10 episodes. Um, so I watched uh, episode one with the wife last night. We liked it. I mean, it's weird to watch. I thought, oh, do I really want to watch uh, a, a pandemic movie... I like those kind of I movies. I do, too. I, I mean, I liked Contagion. I, me, too. I watched that and was like, whoa. Well, and it also explains things a little bit. Yeah. You know? How does this How does this one get started? Um, it ba- I mean, basically, episode one, um, you know, somebody dies on stage in a play in Chicago, um, and then uh, this guy's sister, who works at a hospital, calls her brother and says, hey, this flu is here. It's bad. Get out. Get, you know, get to your your shut-in brother's apartment and barricade the doors. Wow. And then, so that's episode one, basically. Wow. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think this is going to be cool. Did it's, you say it's on HBO or H- Showtime? Uh, HBO Max. HBO Max, okay. All I right. would have to restart my thing for that. My subscription. Because it canceled, because wow. I had to cancel my debit card, which has gotten me out of a couple subscriptions, which is nice. But now I'm like, you know what I could do? Sign up with Lose Card and get the uh, free seven-day trial. You got it. Do it. Do it. Then we come back. Uh, we are broadcasting live here today. This is not a rerun. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Mm-hmm. Um, when we come back, we'll get a couple, a little nerdy, kind of, get into a study. The most popular baby names of the year so far. Oh, man, are these going to be weird? Plus, how chewing your food differently can help you lose weight. We will explain when we come back. It's Donna and Steve, the experience on my top. Hey, everyone knows the Y is a terrific place to run, swim, stretch, and work on your fitness goals. Well, of course, but did you know that they also offer other benefits that improve your whole person well-being? That's right. The Y offers health coaching, acupuncture, mindfulness, and yoga. Yeah, so you can better your body and your mind. Oh, my gosh. Join the Y by January 31st and get $0 enrollment. Go to YMCANorth.org. Let's do a check right now and see how our Betty White challenge is going on the Donna and Steve show. Okay, let's see. And if you don't know what that is, to honor the beloved Betty White, my talk is participating in this Betty White challenge by supporting what she was passionate about, that being animals. So we're raising money specifically for canine-inspired change. Yeah, they're a local organization that harnesses the healing power of dogs to empower youth and adults who have socially isolating conditions or have experienced trauma. So Betty's 100th birthday would have been today. We are collecting donations to honor her legacy and her love for animals. We loved Betty. Betty loved those animals. So if you want to be a part of it, it's simple. Go to mytalk1071.com, keyword Betty, and we are happy to announce that our total, we have already surpassed our goal of $5,000. We stand at $5,425. that great? Yes. Outstanding. Thank you to every one of you who has uh, donated. We really do appreciate it. And um, so does Canine Inspire Change. Hmm. Okay. You want to do study, buddy? Let's do a study, buddy. All right, here we go, buddy. Studies have shown that... Studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Now, some may say it's a little early to look at this study, but we do have the most popular baby names of the year 
so far. So in the past 17 days. Wow. You want to hear them? They're weird, aren't they? I almost want to start like at number 45 and go down. Start wherever you'd like. You could just randomly pop around the list. Okay. okay. The ones that jump out at you. Like is Doug anywhere? Good question. Uh, We don't have any Dougs, but James is in there. James is still a very popular name. Yeah. Carter and Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Muhammad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Kingston is a biggie. Ezekiel. Is that how you say it? Yeah. It's pretty. Ezra is in there, too. Mm-hmm. A few Bible names there. Samuel. Waylon. Mm-hmm. Xavier. And for the... For the girls, we've got, you know, your t- typical Riley, Emily, Olivia, Mia. Yeah. Luna is a big one right now. Oh. That's pretty. Luna. Harper is a big one. Remember Luna Vachon, the uh, the manager slash uh, women's wrestler, late 80s, early 90s. I think she teamed up with uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. She had, like, shaved sides of her head. Yeah. She could kick anybody's butt, man. She was vicious. Isabella, Gianna. Hazel, how cute is that? Remember Sister it. Hazel. I do. All right, go ahead. It's what hard was their to say what it is. Here's Sister Hazel, I like that. You know, they're going to be at Hootie Fest down in Mexico in a couple weeks. And Great. Julia is going to be there. Oh, fun. So shout out. And she listens to our show. Hi, Julia. Hey, Julia. As in the Julia? She's gone. She's going to Hootie Fest? Hootie Fest. In what Mexico. is Hootie Fest? It's like Hootie, you know, Hootie plays festival. a couple shows, Blues Traveler. They probably play on the beach. Yeah, all these like jam bands from the 90s are going to be there. That's um, cool. Wow. Yeah. And That's fun. One of uh, Julia's friends called her like last year and said, we have like 40 minutes to the side. Let's go to Hootie Fest next year. And she's like, okay, sign me up. That's great. Uh, Toad the Wet Sprocket, Spin Doctors, <gasps> Better oh Than my. Ezra. And Sister Hazel. Wow. Name Better Than Ezra's song. It was good living with you. Wow. Okay. What about Sister Hazel? I mean, we just sorry, it. Donna. That's it. Blues Traveler. Cause the hook brings you back. Maverick. Yeah. Maverick is not Why you want to give me the run around? Are yeah, that's what I know. Hold the wet sprocket. They, oh, they're my, What's that about? They <laughs> are my jam. You've heard some songs. I walk yeah. on the ocean. I can't believe that you can pull these right out of your... Um, this Head. was a big tone <laughs> song. Oh, I love this song. Yeah. Donna, this is one of those songs that I hear, and it makes me nostalgic for a time that I didn't have. Aww, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How about so? Let's get gin blossoms in there. Are we all going to Hootie Fest now? Should we call okay. Julia? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I yes! think so. Does she have a plus four? <laughs> <laughs> that would be so fun. 
so so fun. What if I? What if DJ Rock Lobster did a guest set? You know. And oh, by the yeah. pool, spinning the tunes, DJ Rock Lobster, clung, clung, clung. Or what if you came out between each of those acts, because they need a little <laughs> bit of set dressing, yeah. and you just did another trivia game. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> We're looking for a lifeline. <laughs> 86 drunk chicks are like, I'll do it. <laughs> See it going great. I like that it's called Hootie Fest. Yeah. That's great. Hootie hoo. Back to your list, Donna. Okay. Um, no, I don't care anymore. Okay. Uh, Maverick <laughs> is a big one, too. Um, I do have another study, though. If you would like to lose weight, there's a new study in Japan that found chewing your food a little longer could boost your metabolism and help you lose a little weight if you make it a habit. Just maybe count to 100. Oh Lord in heaven! All right, maybe not a hundred. Could you imagine though? I I don't I don't really buy the metabolism stuff. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. But slowing down when you eat, so that you're not like imagine yourself with a handful of peanuts, and you look down. And you have a couple choices. You could throw that whole handful of peanuts like we've all done before, right into your mouth. And now you got a handful. Now you got a handful of peanuts in your mouth. Peanuts in your mouth, and you are eating them they're done in 30 seconds or you could select one individual peanut at a time chew that peanut individually and then swallow it and have another peanut that would last 10 minutes you know if only our dogs ate that way my like, dog oh, could woof this? down i pour a cup of food into his bowl it is gone in seconds seconds oh. Yeah, my dog's a little more of a slow a eater. I wouldn't say that, but um, yeah, your dog with a, honest to God, massive weight problem. It's not surprising. Does he has he ever accidentally eaten the bowl? Your dog? <laughs> no, but he will keep licking the bottom of the bowl to get every like morsel of flavor. <laughs> you're like you're gonna lick through the thing. You know, you know what I found too. Um, we someone had sent us a nice goodie bag for the dog after we got the dog, and it's got one of those. It's like an orange tube rubber, and you stick a treat inside of it like a bully stick or these joysticks that you can get at Chuck and Don's. Guys, these are I'm telling you, they're the new bully sticks. Are you talking about a Kong? No, not a Kong. We have the Kong too. Oh. But this thing is you get a joystick. It's 36 inches long, three feet long. And it's like $3, whereas bully sticks are like 10 bucks a pop. They're so expensive. And you know what they're made of, right? Yes, bull penis. That is correct. Wow. Ah, I guess we took care of the slow jam already. Yeah. That's good to know for the week. Uh, we're coming right back. Money Monday next. Clap, clap. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. We are joined by DJ Rock Lobster. Clomp, clomp. Hey, good morning, Rocco. Yeah, Rocco. I'll be playing at the pool at Hootie Fest 22. <laughs> Hootie Fest. Oh, it's really, it's got a nice soft, I like it. I like it. It's like, sounds like a character. Yeah, it was funny. I remember, like a I think I was working for that show back when this happened, and uh, she had like 30 minutes to decide, oh, uh, my friends are going to Hootie Fest. I need to buy tickets today. And then she kind of instantly regretted it. Like, what did I just do? <laughs> And then oh, I started playing her the music. I bet she's pumped. I think no. she is. It's going to be great. 
let's go to Hootie Fest. It's in like Cancun or something. Let's find out how much it costs first. Come on, okay. now, let's talk some money. Money. I'm good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. Well, hi everyone. Hey, Steve. It's me, Stevie Boy. It's Money Monday. I like talking about money. Sometimes we have financial tips for you here. Other times it's just stories of people dealing with crazy amounts of money. So this morning, I finally picked back up the Katie Couric book that I thought I left in Pittsburgh after not reading a single page over Christmas vacation. Turns out I did not. My wife packed it. She is wise. She brought it home. And now I finally cracked her open this morning. Did a little reading. Really liked what I read. So the point of the book that we're in, and we'll get to the big money here in a moment, is uh, Katie Kirk is still at the uh, CBS Evening News in the midst of her, I guess, five-year tenure there. I did not know that she spent five years there at at the head of CBS Evening News. I, I guess I didn't either. Kind of was shorter, actually. Yeah. She anyway. sounded like she was miserable, though. Oh, boy. And uh, it sounds like CBS News... Not a great place to work. Yeah, they sixty seem really... minutes, all of it. Yes. There seems like super stuffy and judgy and clicky. Yes. Who would they... have thought? They seemed like the most most reputable. You know, I think. Oh, I forget the wording that she used. She said, "I maybe I should have listened to the people who said." I'm going to paraphrase here that the uh, the carpets at NBC are stained with tea, where the carpets at CBS are stained with blood. <laughs> like everybody's just out for themselves and wanting to take out the other person. Yikes! Even even you know Scott Pelley. She referenced one time when Scott Pelley, the uh, who then became the head of the uh, evening news there approached her at one point and said, oh, I met your sister over the weekend at the Danish club, and she was just fantastic. Something weird. And she walked away thinking, so he really talks like that. You know, because he has like a very, almost a a little bit of a Tim gun. And just like, hmm. I don't think I ever When he talks. Yeah, he has has an interesting delivery style. Anyway, it was interesting what you learned about CBS uh news well and you know what i like about her if i may just interject yeah please she seems like a real person Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like she talks like a real person she dishes like a real person yeah she feels like a real person yeah she she got to the point where it didn't feel good being at cbs they had not asked her to leave but she felt like maybe at some point the writing might be on the wall she was at, at the end of her contract and some folks came to her and said, can we have a meeting with you? And then this very enthusiastic woman pitched her on the idea of a syndicated talk show. And Oprah was just leaving and they're clearing up some space for they needed their next big syndicated talk show. So they approached Katie Kirk. She's not totally sure about it, but she says, you know what? I'll think about it. Then she reaches out to her buddy, uh, Jeff Zucker, the former NBC brass guy who was very polarizing at NBC. Newsflash, anybody in management at a network is polarizing because half the people are going to love your decisions, half the people are going to hate them. But anyway, polarizing nonetheless. He then no longer working at NBC, and she approached him and said, hey, I've been approached with this syndicated talk show. I'd like you to come and join me. And he was a little iffy on it. She pitched him. They talked about it a little while later at her apartment. She said, so are you in? And he said, I'm in. Let's give it a shot. 
she told him, look, if you do this, I will give you half of my salary. Plus, they would get some share of the profits on the back end. Wow. They came to her offering her $20 million a year. How do you say no to that? Which meant Jeff Zucker was like, sweet, this is great. I'm going to executive produce this show. And I just got $10 million of the money that was promised to Katie, plus whatever the back-end deal is. So then I just started thinking about, good night, Irene, the money that is floating around here. So then they talk about the fact that Ann Curry, it was that stage of the game on the Today Show. Meredith Vieira had said that she was leaving. Ann Curry was the heiress apparent. She goes on, as the story goes, Matt Lauer and his camp do not jibe well with Ann Curry. They don't have the chemistry that you need on a show like that. you got to be able to sort of do a little rat-a-tat-tat, not just handle the hard news, which Ann Curry is, of course, very adept at doing. So she doesn't quite fit. Square peg, round hole situation. Lauer's trying to force her out behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. I think they called it the Bambi Project, Operation Bambi. Oh, I forgot about that. Like a 13-month-long thing of slowly just trying to make it miserable enough where Anne would not want to be a part of it anymore so that they could sidestep bad press of Lauer pushed her out. Clearly, that did not go well in the end. They even recount the final episode when she is saying goodbye. Oh, I can't. I, so I wanted to go watch it this morning. I forgot to pull it up on YouTube when Matt Lauer goes in to kiss her on like the temple, you know, like pull her in and I'll, I'll miss you. Yeah. And she very noticeably ducks his kiss like, yes. yeah, buddy, I'm not taking that kiss of death from that you. That was great. Anyway, <laughs> when all that stuff is going on, they reach out to Matt, Katie Couric's camp does. After, by the way, didn't know this, Katie Couric picks up the phone and said, Katie, I'd like to talk to you. I'm here with Producer X. I would like to talk with you about coming back to the Today Show. So after Meredith Vieira left, Matt Lauer tried wooing Katie Couric back and you know, gave it a little bit of thought, didn't dismiss it out of hand, but got to a point where she realized you can't go home again. You know, It, it already right. happened. It, it mm-hmm. was what it was, and now there's something new. Then she gets this, this great offer as well, You know, t- uh, $20 million a year. So later, she and Jeff Zucker, I guess, reach out to Matt Lauer. And they they had a year to prep for this show. So they had a lot of time between her stint at CBS and the launching of her syndicated talk show, Katie, to figure stuff out. Uh, They get to a point where they call him and say, do you want to join us? Come to me. We'll do syndicated. There's big money in it. We're making shares of the profits. It's going to be great. Katie and Matt back together again. He says no. Why? Mm. Because NBC ended up offering him not only $25 million per year to do the Today Show. Wow. But also helicopter service. So they picked him up in the Hamptons, flew him over to 30 Rock, picked him up from 30 Rock, or roundabout where the helicopter could take off, flew him back to the Hamptons. Tomorrow... Rinse and repeat. Wow. So $25 million, and we will give you helicopter service paid for to host the Today Show. It's a good gig if you can get it. It's a really good gig. You know, while we're speaking about the book and and money in general, Mm -hmm. there are some things like she was dating that really, really rich guy, Katie Couric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Remember, what was the purse or the bag that she 
was gonna buy they were with their really rich friends and one of them said oh yeah i just bought this oh it was a hat it was a hat and they were like in the caribbean somewhere and he was kind of like oh okay do you have your credit card like do you remember this or did you not get there yet no i I, i'm already past this but i don't remember these details oh it was just embarrassing because he's filthy rich and then it kind of made her feel like she was a a gold digger. Yeah. He was a guy who owned some football team or something. Oh, this is not Tom Werner. I think it was Tom Werner. Oh, maybe it was Tom Werner. Yeah, like the Werner Casey production company. Yes, that's who it was. Oh, I just got secondhand embarrassment from that. In the book, she also just uh, got through her interview with Sarah Palin. Yes. And (laughs) how she was passed. She thought she was going to get the first interview with her. She didn't. It went to Charlie Gibson at ABC. She thought, okay, I'm going to get the second one because she had a re- good relationship with Nicole Wallace, who was working on the McCain, for the McCain camp at that time, who had formerly been a pundit on CBS News alongside Katie. Second interview goes to Sean Hannity. So that wasn't going to be the most toothy right, interview. Right. And then you go, she finally gets the call, she studies, she goes crazy. You know, a lot of research. You do find out these folks do yeah. a lot of research, a lot of You're prep. You're getting paid that much money, you better be. You better put that work in. Um, she does it. And then, of course, it's the the interview that goes really sideways for Sarah Palin. And including, she gives this interesting tidbit where they're flying on a, a private jet to go to the next campaign stop. They're with the McCain camp. And she looks over and they see, like, Sarah Palin's just sitting there reading the New York Times. And then later... Katie asked her, so mm-hmm. what kind of papers do you read? Of course, this and they were doing that while they were just taking B-roll shots of doing walking and talking, so it'd be something yes. to cut over. They weren't even looking for new sound on it, but she said, oh, what kind of papers do you read? How do you, how do you stay in touch? Just because they had noticed that they had seen her reading the New York Times. Yeah. And she got really squirrely with her answer of, you know, I just uh, read all a, of any, them. All, all of them. them. Depending on, we just read them all. And Katie recounted in the book, I don't know why she still didn't just say... Answer the question. The New York Times. Like, right there, that would offer some level of... But she thought maybe she wouldn't want to upset a conservative base right. who might have ill feelings about the New York Times. She was trying to not make it a political thing. Because every newspaper, right, has a political affiliation. Sure, yes. And so uh. there's... All of this that went into it. I should have just said, you know, the National Enquirer. Yeah, that's right. You know, and just made a joke about it. Page six, namely, I like how they handle foreign affairs. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so there you go. Already, book. It's called um, uh, Going There. Going There by Katie Couric. And uh, just about finished with it. I'll get her all finished this week. But uh, anyway, that's what we got. Speaking of getting things finished, uh, we will finish our show here on this Martin Luther King Jr. holiday after the break. Last night, America's Funniest Videos paid tribute to their late original host, Bob Saget. We will let you listen to that from the mouth of Alfonso Ribeiro. When Mm -hmm. we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 107.1. Everything oh, entertainment. It I still didn't. doesn't work, Rocco. I feel like it keeps working. Yes, Donna, this is very good. Come on, it's a good stretch. <laughs> I was trying to get a hold of Julia so we could talk Hootie Fest, see if she could talk us into going. She nope. did uh, she send us respond. a She did send me a text. Oh, she did? Yeah, but it had to do with um, who Tom Warner is now engaged to. Oh, Dr. Who is he now Jen. Engaged to? Dr. Jen Ashton. Oh, really? AMA. Yep. Oh, my. Right? 
He likes it's, to hang around ABC, apparently. I mean, there's a lot of power happening there. Jeez. Right. I like Dr. Jen Ashton. I do, too. Thank what? You. I can't like any TV doctors anymore? What no, a world. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, last night, America's Funniest Videos paid tribute to Bob Saget. Of course, Alfonso Ribeiro, now the host, he was preceded by Tom Bergeron, but the show was started with Bob Saget at the helm. Um, so here's a little bit of the tribute that they gave last night. Alfonso talking at first and then uh, an old-time interview clip that they had with him talking about Bob Saget and his approach to the show. As you've heard, the world lost a legend last week, and AFE lost a family member. Bob Saget is synonymous with AFE to this day, and this show wouldn't have been the same without his unique sense of humor. Hmm. It's been my honor to continue carrying the torch Bob so brightly lit. You did the, the voiceovers differently than I do. You have like five voices? Yes, and yeah. mine would be, oh, look out. Now don't forget to keep your arms straight out. Oh, look at me, I can't get high. Hyman, you know. <laughs> Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Jerry, oh, yeah. Jerry Lewis, it's yeah. a guy, I'm so handsome. Why? You know, it always gets <laughs> right, hit right. in the crotch or, or it's like, hey, I'm an angry guy. It's nothing. <laughs> in fact, no, it's, it's, I had nothing. That's but, four. Oh, and the other one I, I guess would be, uh, oh, I'm beautiful. <laughs> So just a sweet look back uh, at one of the other shows that he touched. Of course, that, How I Met Your Mother, and most notably, Full House. And then reprising that role role in uh, Fuller House. And they had a private funeral, I believe, for Bob Saget this past Friday out in Los Angeles. Oh, it's so sad. Yeah. <sighs> it's a blue Monday. It's a blue Monday. Yeah, we started the show sad, and now we're going sad I'm again. I'm feeling good. All right. What are you, you know, going to do with the rest of your day? You, uh, you know, there's not a hipster. lot of production to do, so oh, I don't know. I think I might have lunch with the family. Oh, you want to oh, come oh, with? No, that's okay. You could. No, I don't want to. You know, I don't know if I even told you. When I went to L.A. like in 2017. Oh, wow. Hang on. I went uh, to a restaurant. Did he drop there? <laughs> called Dantana's. It's kind of an old school like Italian joint in Hollywood. And sure enough, I'm at the bar, and who do I see? Bob Saget. What? Really? He is tall. He was tall. Six yeah, he's tall. Four. Tall guy. But it never occurred to me until I was just texting with my sister and uh, brother who I was there with. Uh, the restaurant was called Dan Tanner's. His character was Danny Tanner. Yeah. Oh. I saw Danny Tanner at Dan Tanner's. That's interesting. That's, That's fascinating. It's kind of a stretch. but it was. I, Oh, I, a stretch? No. I, if only we had a sound effect <laughs> for something it. like that. I, I don't know about that. Okay, so I, I did a little research into Hootie Fest. Here uh, we go. Julia's not taking my text. But... She, I can't believe she spent that much money on it. Well, I don't think she did, because I wanted to find a place where we... Let's, let's say me, you, and and Stephen Dawn want to go. Right, love we it. probably each need our own bedroom, right? Because yep. we're not into weird yeah, stuff. absolutely not. Um, so I found um, a villa. This is great. I like the place. $6,999 each. No. So we get tickets to the show, and I think we get a, a resort credit of like two hundred fifty dollars. Nice. What they're going to charge seven grand per person? Well, did you see? We get our own pool and our own hot tub. We each get a bedroom. Uh, I, we get I, our own billiard room. Sorry, no. We get to see Hootie, Donna. Sister no. Hazel, Blues Traveler. Seven thousand dollars for a weekend? No, I think it's five nights. It's five nights, Donna. <gasps> It is pretty nice. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> now we know what Rocco does during commercials. Oh, no, yeah, I think absolutely. I did this during Money Monday. What did you guys talk about? Oh, Rocco. Oh, Rocco, that's funny. It it's, was great. It's true. but um, $7,000. Who's got... Who is, 
Wow, people have a lot of money. Okay, now Julia said she's listening. It's not that people have a lot of money. People, Some people are more willing to spend their money. Donna, you have a lot of money, but people feel different. My brother Josh has a lot of money, but he's weird about spending it. So we're just going to bury you guys like King Tut with all your money around. You hey, Rocco, can you cremate coins, too? What are you Sorry. trying to get me robbed? Oh, oh and I know. <laughs> I was just thinking, because like, let's say Steve brought the wife, and I brought the wife, and Don bought the boyfriend. That's another seven. So that's we're talking 14 grand. Yeah, for no, we're yeah. not doing that. Can no? I tell you guys this morning? Sure. I um, So I, I'm always prepping while I'm lying in bed. I'm sitting up, but in bed. Okay. You yeah. know? Yeah. And I got my laptop, and I'm like, I hear roomie leave. I hear the door shut. You know, I hear, like, this, right? So, from afar, I hear. So, I assume that means he left, right? Of course, yeah. That's a telltale sign that so someone's left. you switch your laptop to different websites. <laughs> Rocco! No, no, that's okay. not where I'm going. Oh, okay, good. So, I'm, all of a sudden, I hear, like, just the slightest sound, like, maybe five minutes later in the kitchen. And I'm like, what the hell? Did somebody come in the house through oh, the garage? Oh, yeah. This is every episode of Dateline coming true in her real life during daylight. So, I know it was still dark. Oh, okay. So, I yell, Jason? Nothing. So, I get my phone. I dial 911. <gasps> I don't oh, hit no. send. I just get it ready. And I start walking with my phone. And I'm like, mm-hmm. And I go to the top of the stairs of my multi-level home. Wow. And I go, Jason? He's like, yeah. I go, oh, my God. I'm like, I had 911 dialed up. Oh, my I go, why? God. I thought you left. And he said, no, I just, I had to get something in, in the garage. <sighs> I said, oh, okay, geez. You think that dog of mine would do anything? No. Yes, he's vicious, by the way. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't have anything, by the way. It is weird because, you know, my dog barks at people and we tell them, no, calm down, calm down. You know, don't. We should. Right. But, then, but then what happens the day that somebody bad does come? Right. And he's wow. like, oh, you told me to be quiet. I'm just going to be quiet. Yeah. I got to learn. I got to. Good point. Maybe Robert. I should have called Katie Canine this weekend. Sorry. What kind of dog you got, Margo? <laughs> Mini Bernadoodle. Oh, oh he must be so he's cute. cute. Yeah. How big's that little mini he's Bernadoodle going to get? Oh, he's mini, right? Not very big. You know, up to my knee or something, you know. That's awesome. He's cute. His birthday's coming up, Feb 19. He's going to be one? Yeah, should we have a doggy birthday party? Absolutely. Okay, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Hey, and don't forget, we're raising money for for your doggies by um, yes, we are. taking part in the Betty White Challenge. Let's see what we got up to here. Yeah, well, it looks like 55.45, which is fabulous. Wow, $5,545. Incredible. Incredible. But... Feel free. Oh, uh, Rebecca donated um, in honor of her Bowie boy. Mm-hmm. Bowie. That's a cute name. That is. Um, but if you have it in you today to do something really cool, we're all we're asking for is $5. Yeah. To canine inspired change. And you could do that via our website at mytalk1071.com. You'll see it right there. There'll be a big donate button. You'll see Betty White's face. It's very easy to do. You'll have a donation in in a matter of one or two minutes, and you'll feel great. Yeah, we're doing it to honor her. Today would have been her 100th birthday. And, of course, today, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Of course. uh, His birthday would have been on January 15th. 
of this year. Um, so good time. I, I had saying at the top of the show, I had a conversation with my six-year-old this morning, a brief but action-packed conversation about equality and the legacy of Martin Luther King Jr. And I was surprised at how much she already knew oh, at her great. little young age navigating through that. That's so, awesome. Uh, we will return tomorrow. Yeah, you're getting up early. 5.30. It's the 5.30 a.m. Wake Up Challenge Woo. with my daughter Adeline all this week. Good luck, Steve. Thank you, Donna. All right, Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Bye now. Bye now.